This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and uh, we're here for today's Hobbyplex Show podcast. As you can see, Will's not with us yet. He's uh, He just texted me a little bit that he uh, is on his way home, and so I'm like, well, maybe we'll just get going, and that'll give time for people to get on here, and uh, you know, we can make it happen. So... If you're uh, if you're coming on and you get in the chat, maybe we can go back and maybe we can go back and forth a little bit. I don't know, but uh, this show might as well get this out of the way. This show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com and uh, mention our show to either Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, and uh, you can get yourself a five hundred dollar lender credit or point one two five off your interest rate. I actually just got. Uh, I didn't get my bill today because it's all taken care of, but I did get my like monthly statement on my mortgage today. And then I realized, holy crap, I'm going to be like 70 something years old when this is supposed to be paid off. <sighs> but that's okay. Right. We, uh, we had a pretty good week. We did mini racing again on Tuesday, every Tuesday. We don't talk about that a lot on the show, uh, just because it's kind of Tuesdays. But uh, mini racing is pretty popular at the Plex. We've been getting a steady group of guys, which is really fun. And uh, I do think that once it starts to get cold out here in the next couple months, I think mini racing is going to take off again uh, this this coming up fall. Um, just because it's easy, it's relatively cheap, and uh, the track layouts have been really fun. Emerson's been doing a good job of creating uh, track layouts that aren't... Uh, your typical kind of RC car, you know, layout. There's there's a lot more stuff that he does, like split lanes and and uh, different styles of jumps and stuff like that. So there's just a lot more you can do because it's not to be taken epically serious, you know, like like we sometimes do. Which might be talked about later on with the show. As soon as Will gets here, I want to talk about the Visions race that Live RC put on. I think. Um, even though they had a, a really low turnout for that, I think it was a good show, you know? It wasn't so much about, oh, they got, you know, 200 entries this week or or um, that sort of thing. They had the invite class with 15 drivers. They, I like how they filled the positions left from that with uh, with drivers from the open class. I thought that was pretty cool. Hand out some cash. thought that was pretty rad. So, I mean, yeah, we got that going on um, later on here. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, we uh, we had a small race on Friday night. It's pretty hot out, so um, and then uh, Saturday we just kind of had a practice day. We probably could have raced on Saturday. A uh, whole bunch of people showed up late, but by then, you know, we decision had already kind of been made to make it more of a laid laid back kind of practice day. I almost feel like we should do that more often, like especially in the summertime, um, when it sort of dwindles. I think that, uh, there he is. Hi guys. Sorry I'm late. What's up? Oh, nothing. I was mowing my yard and then a friend of mine needed some help with the go-kart and I was like, ah, I'll just, I'll go over there. No problem. Plus kind of track of time and here I am. Well, I was just entering the show, just getting it out of the way. And, okay. Um, I'm Will Brinton. <laughs>
Sorry about that, team. Sorry, guys. No, it's all good. We don't really have... I mean, we didn't race this weekend. You didn't race this weekend. Yeah. Um, That's so, what I said. I was like, yeah, they didn't race this we weekend. We didn't really... Yeah, whatever. We, we don't have our normal kind of... I wouldn't say format, but kind of how we do things. I, I, I wanted to talk about the stuff that went on nationally this week. Yeah, me too. We don't do that very often. And, yeah, uh, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about this week, and I really wanted to get into that. So I didn't mention that I am the OG race director for this Friday and Saturday. So uh, uh, Logan spontaneously decided to go down to the uh, riot race and at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. So he needed this upcoming weekend off. So I'm running Friday, running Saturday, and then I think he's got Emerson working for him Saturday. I don't think yeah. Emerson was going to work Saturday for some reason. I don't know. So, there you go. We also got a brand new computer, a club race computer. A new one? Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, to give it a go. Um, one of the Friday We're finally night- on Windows XP, huh? <laughs> 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 no, yeah. it, the, the, it was the old the old computer is on Windows 10. It actually got better when it was from Windows 8 to Windows 10. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All the glitching and all the bad stuff that happened went away when I did that, but the computer's pretty slow. I mean, we've had it since like 2000, late 2016. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... Because that was new new for the Roar Nats, wasn't it? No, they didn't use... They don't use our computers for the Roar Nats. Oh, okay. But but it might I might have had it for practice day. I'm sure I had it up. Yeah. But e- either way, it's really slow. Anyways, one of our Friday nighters, uh, uh, I don't think it's his dad. I think it's like... I don't even know what to call him. Anyways, um, he works in IT for like a bank. So he got us one of their bank. They have to like recycle their computers all the time. Mm-hmm. And so he got us one of those. And uh, I hooked it up and transferred all the data and everything. And it's so far, it's really fast. Yeah. And it's small. a ton of RAM. Dude, it's a solid state. So it's this It's this big. It's awesome. Really? Yeah. It's, it's wow. awesome. It's going to make taking in and out so much easier instead of lugging that big computer around all the time. Yeah. So, dude, I remember having to set up the computer at the old Lincoln track. You had the tower, you had the tube TV monitor, then you had all the other guards, like 20 serial ports and all kinds of stuff. Then you had to hook the printer up. Ugh, pain in the ass. So much easier. Now. I remember the dot matrix printers running, uh, running yeah. races back in the day. Uh-huh. That noise that you would do that. Mm-hmm. Well, and then like, cause we moved, we built that scoring tower. So you had to lug the, all the, the, the big monitor. You had to lug the, the big tower. You had to, I think we had two towers too, like one for something and another to do something else. They were like wired together. You had to lug all that garbage up the stairs from the, the shack or the, the driver's stand shed or whatever. What do you got to walk? 20 feet? Holding no. a little little baby laptop. Well, I've I've designed it that way. I've, yeah, it's, I know. It's, that's why I put my closet in there because I knew that I needed to do that. So I I try to make it as easy as myself on myself as possible. Yeah. That the link remember, the Lincoln Outdoor Track. I had to not only like set everything up in that super hot shed driver stand they had with yeah with no airflow or nothing, but also I had to run before they put water in there. I had to run the the water pump. I had to drive the water pump to the salt creek, <laughs> climb down with a water pump, a water pump, heavy, right? 
down down this embankment, throw hopefully it wasn't flooding that day. Uh, throw, turn it on, throw the thing in there, hope that that sucks. So then I'd have to like reel it back in if it didn't. And I had to throw it out again. A couple, it usually took a couple tries. Then I had to run up the embankment, hop on the golf cart, and I would take the hose and I'd wrap it around one of the golf cart metal handle things and just start driving so that it unraveled itself and then water the track. And then when you didn't want to, then when you were done, you had to get on the golf cart, drive all the way back, turn the thing off. Well, sometimes there were sketchy people at the, at the Creek. So you not only have to turn the thing off, you had to like lug it back up, put in the golf cart with you and then take it back when you had to water the track again later on that day. Mm-hmm. That sucked. That's way better. I mean, that was way worse than what I got now. Now's a cakewalk. Oh yeah. Oh God. And why did we ever do it? Like, God, we just put ourselves through so much punishment out there. It's like, God, what a thankless job. It didn't even pay nothing. I mean, I was getting paid six twenty-five an hour, but I didn't get paid. Oh. When I did it, the store and the track were two separate entities. I also usually kept like ten dollars of the entry fees to feed myself. I I did that one time. I I used to put the paid out receipt. Or I put uh, receipts. I'd do a paid out for like four dollars, and then you'd have uh, Mike Duckowitz. He'd call you like Wednesday when he goes out there to take the money or do the books or something. He'd be like, ah. Uh, yeah, there's a receipt in here for like four dollars for cheeseburgers. We don't pay for cheeseburgers out here. Well, <laughs> like, oh. hey, well, uh, back east, because uh, he was from like Connecticut or something. And he's like, ah, oh, back east, we uh, don't do that. And like, <laughs> see, mine was before the club. Like, it was I was the only I was. It was it. It was it was me. Mm-hmm. I was doing yeah, that before it, the club. So I did not have that luxury. Yeah. Uh, we'll pay for your cheeseburgers, Will. I was like, oh. Well, you should. You know? Yeah, like, I should get something. Yeah. Well, you get the race for free. Uh, like, okay. Whatever. Dude, that would, honestly, that would piss me off. Yeah, I was pissed. I I'm don't like, know. Not are you pissed. serious? Like, it's more just like, eh, God. And you got no help. Everybody complains. <laughs> All that, all that stuff that that race directors and race managers and all that store store, uh, store operators put up with, you should be able to buy yourself a cheeseburger. Yeah, they weren't even like the the name brand ones. They're like the dollar menu ones. You know? Did I ever tell you about the one time we uh, we discovered a, a possum in the golf cart? No, did I tell you that time I opened up the, the upstairs driver's stand tower and nobody locked it from the night before and there's two homeless guys sleeping oh, in there? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> like, it, like, ran out. Like, you just went downstairs. Down, downstairs, they came out. They're like, oh, yeah, we laid down in your old your shed there after watching the fireworks last night. Uh, and then they, then they were walking away. One of them dropped like a, what was it, like a, uh, uh, natural light, like tall boy, just threw it right on the ground and kept walking. It's like the biggest slap in the face ever. This the stuff we went to to make that track work out there. <laughs> that and then like that one dude that backed over the hydrant. I know who it was, and the guy won't admit it because he was living at the track in his truck. Huh. Backed over that hydrant. Did I ever tell you that story? Uh-uh. What? I never uh-uh. told you this story. Okay, so you know the the hydrant that we had there. Like between the that scoring tower and between the driver's stand, yeah. there's that hydrant right there. And this is the one that you usually use to water the track or the off-road track or the auto track. 
well, this this guy, I was going to call him a gentleman, but he's kind of a bastard. And he uh, uh, still races sometimes. He has pickup out there, and he was parking it between the off-road track and the driver's stand. It's a black like uh, blazer, we'll say. SUV of some kind. He's sleeping in his truck out there, or his whatever SUV out at the, out at the uh, Lincoln track. Then, like, a week later, somehow the hydrants bent over. And, ooh, uh, I didn't do that. That's what the guy said. And uh, so we had to dig out that damn hydrant six feet down. Yeah. We So we dug it out. Jamie and I did. We shut the water off. Well, the water hadn't been turned on yet. It was before the season started. So we go go out there. We we dig a hole and dig this giant pit. Misery. And, like, it was clear. And we didn't dig it out big enough to really, like, like you couldn't, like, walk down there or nothing. We were, like... So Jamie's lowering me down in there by my feet, and I'm filling up a bucket and then coming back up. That's how we dug this hole. And it was just big enough to fit my shoulders in. And so we dig it all out. Well, then we had guys helping because everybody knows a guy that's a plumber or an electrician at the Lincoln on, or Lincoln track. So they had a buddy come in. They they uh, cut the cut the pipe and with the string, the PVC down at the bottom, and they're getting ready to glue it. Well, I get a, a phone phone call. There's a guy there that was going to buy, I had this HPI drift box, like for a drift car. I got it somehow and I sold it to this guy. So I walked over there, I sold it to the guy and I come back after, you know, of course he sells that and you talk to him for a minute. We visited for a second and they're like, okay, bye. And I go back over there. They had the hole like already filled in. And I was like, oh, it's done. And they're like, yep. I said, did you test it? Nope. Yeah, we didn't know. It, it's good. <laughs> okay. Well, we come back the next day. Jamie and I would drive across the field. And his, uh, what do you have? Like a Honda pilot, pilot. I know it wasn't a pilot. It was a, I can't remember what it was. Some SUV looking thing. We drive across the field and we turn the water on. We come back and we turn it, turn it on. It goes, and there's air and then solid stream of water. And we're like, oh, well, it's fixed forever. No big deal. And then we shut it off and we was here, still hear water running. And we're like, oh no. And the ground starts kind of, kind of moving around, bubbling up like, and Jamie's like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so we drive back over, shut the water off. And then we like, well, I guess we got to dig the hole out again. Cause you guys didn't test it before you built the hole in. So you dig the hole out. And I just, and we dug it out big enough that I could stand in there this time. And, you know, cause we had to cut that damn thing at least three or four feet back to where it was cracked all the way down. You cut it and move everything and put more pea gravel in at the bottom. And fill all back in, and the guy that did it, and I know did it, won't admit to doing it, shows up and like, oh, you guys got the water fix. I can't have to help. And I was like, oh yeah, thanks for nothing, you big dumb idiot. And then we had water at the fire at the hydrant again. Lame. For free, for free, I did that. Yeah. Before we move on, my possum story from out there, it's pretty funny. We were doing the whole, we were doing the whole, uh, uh water pump thing in the salt Creek again. And Jeff Cozine and I were, were together to do this and we started to drive and we're driving and all of a sudden we're like driving and all of a sudden and we're like, what the hell was that? And we stopped and a possum was sleeping in the golf cart underneath <laughs> and it got caught in the wheels and somehow or engine or something like that. And it made the whole golf cart like lift up 
and it ripped a leg off of this poor possum. <laughs> and so then I'm like, oh, dude, what are we going to do? I'm Get like, we need to go. That's exactly what we did. So Jeff's like, <laughs> Jeff's like, well, we need to put it out of its misery. And I'm like, all right, I guess let's go do that. So he runs back to the shed and he grabs a flat blade shovel and he comes around here and he's like, hands it to me. And I'm like, I ain't doing it. And he's like, <sighs> he's like, right. you were driving. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'll do it. So he takes a shovel and he, he goes whack super hard on this thing's head thinking that that would do it. That didn't do it. The possum was just really pissed. <laughs> the possum just got really mad and was even more like, like agitated. So it's missing a leg and now it's been hit. It's been whacked on the head with a shovel and he whacks it again and it's still not dead. It's just sitting there just hissing at us the whole time. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, I cannot, I cannot stand this. I can't watch this or whatever. So I take the shovel and I scoop up, I scoop up the, the, the possum and I go over to salt Creek and I have it behind me and I fling that little shit into the river as hard as I can. So it flies like, like 30 or 40 feet through the air down this embankment lands in the middle of the water. And I'm thinking, all right, well, at least it's going to drown or something like that. No, it doesn't drown. This is the possum that won't die. It, it like I watched it swim to the other side of the embankment and then just scuttle off. Have you ever seen me, myself and Irene? Yeah, I have. <laughs> when when Jim Carrey's trying to kill that cow he ran. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just let go. Just let go. <laughs> Man, that movie is so funny. Yeah. I know that's like one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. I saw that movie in the theater with my mom. That's She's a very like, oh. underrated Jim Carrey movie. She was like, Oh, Jim Carrey, he'll it'll be fun for the whole family. Oh, it's so dark. It's such a dark movie. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. It's so funny. I like when he gets his finger shut off. His thumb, yeah. Yeah, his eyes. Are, favorite, his eyes are white, like as big as I've ever seen Jim Carrey's eyes in that one. My my favorite part is when he takes that bandage off his chin. And he has a butt chin. <laughs> <laughs> At, it remind me after we go off the air and tell me or just say butt chin, so it reminds me what to tell you. I, forget. <laughs> I have a really funny one, but I don't want to say it on the show. But uh, he's like, what was it? The, his sons are like, that guy can, can blow his nose and wipe his ass at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. But, but anyway, no, like I was expecting you to be like, you were like, driving the golf cart and you like put your hand on the seat and you're like, Hey Jeff, let go of my hand. And he's like, I'm not holding your hand. And you look over and the possum's sitting there. He's like, Pfft. you know, like, ah! <laughs> you like drive no, off into the creek or something. Cool. Uh, just, just, tried to, just tried to kill a wild animal and it didn't work. <laughs> I think cause you, you got a, a flat, like sharp shovel that can just cut its head off. Oh, I didn't, yeah, that's pretty gruesome. I don't know. Even if I did that, I don't think I would say I did that on the podcast. I don't know if I could do it. Uh, no way, dude. I'm, I've never I have trouble. F- I've been fishing. Before. I have trouble killing fish. Like yeah. Emerson wants to keep fish, and I'm like, dude, I don't. A, I don't feel like cleaning them, but B, I just don't. I don't like killing things. Yeah, you know. That's all. Yeah, there's a three-legged possum in my backyard. He was asking about you. Oh, well, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Yeah, the dogs got a hold of one last summer. 
They they pulled it out from underneath my trailer in the backyard. <laughs> I was laughing my ass God, off. It's so funny. Are so both mean. the both the wiener dogs had a hold of it on each end. They're like pulling on it. <laughs> I'm like laughing. My wife's like, ah! like freaking out. And I was gonna go out there and put it out of its misery with a hammer. I even got a brick. I had its head sitting on a brick. And my my wife's like, have you ever heard of playing possum? I was like, clearly this, this possum is not playing possum. It's a possum. It's not playing possum. I'm like, all right, okay, have it your way. We'll see if it's playing possum. I go inside and I'm watching out of the back window, and that possum had his head on the brick. I was getting go out there and smash it with a hammer or something. Just really gruesome. Like it's all I had. I don't have a gun. Because it's like has head on the on the thing, and he puts his head up, and he's like. What the heck was that? Then <laughs> he, he, he walks off. Well, I ended up scoot. I like ran out there. I was like that little son of a bitch. And I run out there and uh, uh, scoop it up into a garbage can that's empty. And uh, my neighbor's house, neighbor's yard was empty. Like they nobody's living there, so I just put it in my neighbor's yard. Like over, like leaned over and it was gone. So, to add to my list of cats that I've killed <laughs> on accident. <laughs> When I was a kid, my, uh, when we came, I, when, when, uh, my parents split up and I moved back to Omaha, we brought the dogs with us. So we had a black lab that I had adopted. That was a farm dog. Mm-hmm. We had a English bulldog sweetheart named Alice. She was the sweetest, sweetest dog ever. You could do whatever you wanted to her, but she did like to think that she was a black lab after a while, you know, cause these two, they hung out. So we try to keep this black lab in the backyard because she's way too big and rambunctious and she wasn't an inside dog. Well, she was inside at the time. She also liked to eat cats. She's not a very fond of cats. She would literally attack a cat and like try to kill it. So, um, my neighbor up the street, uh, who I didn't get along with, uh, I was babysitting a cat at the time for my friend DJ and, uh, named Smokey. Nice, big, furry, gray cat. Pretty, super nice. Rest and in she, peace. She had, rest in peace. She, had him in, she had him in her arms, and she was going to go inside my house. And I said, hey, Rachel, don't, don't, don't go inside my house. My dog's in there. It'll tear, that ta- it'll tear that cat apart. And she goes, I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> and she opened up the door, and sure enough, here comes... Jerry, my girl, black lab that I named Jerry for some reason, comes running after her, gets this cat, and then my uh, my bulldog, English bulldog, not a pit bull, but like an actual English bulldog uh, that, that sometimes thought that it was a black lab. Uh, I run into the porch, and Alice has got, like, the head, <laughs> and the black lab has got the other half, and they're tugging on it, just just tugging on this poor cat, and this cat's freaking out. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God. And I, like, start smacking the dog, smacking the dog. And I finally get my fingers in there, and I, I pry open Jerry's mouth, and I, I push her off. And then bulldogs, I don't know if you know this, but English bulldogs, they lock their jaws mm-hmm. when, they, when they actually bite something. And I've never seen my dog bite anything other than an RC car. She did run after one, my LXT one time. Anyways, different story. Uh, <laughs> so I finally get Alice to re- – as soon as Jerry releases, Alice releases cat. So this cat goes scurrying into my, into my house. And I turn around and I, I yell at Rachel, like, I told you, I told you this. An hour later, I find this poor cat dead in our closet, like, from shock. I felt so bad. 
It's kind of the same way your dogs had a possum. My, yeah. my dogs did that to a cat. So big dogs though. These are little yeah. leader dogs. Yeah. <laughs> add that, add that to my list of, of cats that I've killed in my lifetime on accident. Well, you told her. I did tell her. I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to listen yeah. to you. And then I was like, bitch, I told you, like, <laughs> you know, this is your fault. And I actually blamed that on her for the rest of the time that we lived on that block until they moved away. Yeah. Every time I'd see her, I called her cat killer. It was awesome. Yeah. My sister could attest that if my sister was here, she would, I think she'd probably remember that actually. <sighs> oh yeah. All right. Well, this show just took a weird dark turn. That's fine. See, there are shows that we don't have anything to talk about really are always the best. Yeah. They are the best. Let's talk about the visions race. I watched most of that. I, I did too. I was keeping up on it. I was, I was, um, I don't think the turnout in this one matters. I think the level of competition they had there is what mattered. Right. Like they had some really fast. And, and I'll be interesting to see how the Mav TV thing works when it comes out. Yeah. Because I'm sure it'll be all about the invite class as it usually is. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't, wouldn't it be? You know, it'll pro- see like I've been watching Mav TV lately just to see how what that would look like, and they they do this show, and I looked it up. I can't remember what it's called, but they do this show where they do like exposés on like weird like like I watched uh, what was it Swamp Buggy Racing the other day, and they like put in all these like little graphics and make a joke out of the whole thing. So hopefully the program's not like that. Yeah, hopefully it's not like that. Because that's usually the, what we get. Whenever like there's the local news or, um, I don't know if you remember this, but the Do-It-Yourself Network a long, long, long time ago. Oh, a, yeah. I used to watch the, that dude. He came to the uh, convention one year. Is it the Chris old Chianelli? Lincoln on? Yeah, it's old Lincoln on road track. Yeah. yeah, I guess that guy died. He used to do miles, or, uh, cocaine's like a, or, uh, lines of cocaine like a mile long or something. <laughs> As long as you're on, I don't know. I guess he was he died really young. I, I do know that he died young. Yeah, I remember asking about him because he. I remember watching the video that he made on. It was on like on demand on our cable system mm. for the DIY network. Yeah, and I watched all those episodes, and I remember watching the one where he's showing you how to paint a body. It was pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he and he do like all kinds of different genres RC, how to break in an engine. Like it's a kind of a neat show. It's like YouTube before YouTube. Yeah, uh, I hope. I hopefully it's in the style of like um, the come come. Is it come drive with us? Yeah, I hope. I hope it's in that style because that style is a lot more serious and a lot more. Well, underneath. yeah, I would like to see it presented as uh, like an actual like race, like they would for midget racing or uh, sprint cars or something. Yeah, you know, like I, and that's what it should be. You know, I hope I hope that's what it ends up being. It would be a, a disservice to everything that they were working for to make this. Yeah. If it ends up being one of those joke TV shows where they just make fun of it. Um, I heard nothing but good things about about the event. Not not just the RC event, but like the whole thing as a whole. Because you get yeah. Because basically, before it was set up, so you had to buy this pass along with your entry fees, mm-hmm. and it was like per person, I think. Mm-hmm. But. But everything I've read, it was for the people that were there, even though they, they, I think they bypassed that for this first year. Did they? Yeah, I think uh. so. But it was short notice. It was like two weeks before the event. I think they were worried about entries. 
that that's the way it should be if you're going to be there to race and they're going to sell tickets to have people come in and watch. Yeah. You know, if you're part of the sh- like the event, you should get a discounted rate or it you sounds like get, next like, year I I think it was a one of of this year only sort of thing. Yeah. But that being said, everything that I've read um they said that it was like the coolest thing they've been to because there was all these different things going on all the time. And like the like the lodge lodge itself had like an awesome pool and you could turn it into like a family vacation sort of thing. Yeah, I'd really like to go to that. That would be cool. I think I think after this year, if it, if they, I hope they do it again. I mean, you never you never really know these days. Yeah, but, right. But uh, I hope it turns into an annual thing, and um, I don't know why it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Other other than, it's almost like this was like a beta test for that. Yeah. Get the first one in, tweak it if you need to. And then and then figure it out for next year. I, the schedule didn't help either because you had like four races on going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you had the Dirt Burners uh, Midwest Challenge that was scheduled a long time ago on the same weekend. You had the Roar Nats, which I want to talk about a little bit um, later, going on the same weekend. You had that Big Apple race in like Rome, New York. Yeah, that's where Adam Drake went. So oh, really? Yeah. So you had you had other stuff going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and it's hard for them to schedule their their event because it's going alongside all these other events. Yeah, it's going same during time. that during that. So thing. it's like, yeah, so it's like this is the weekend we have to do it. We have to you do know, it. Here. It's not nothing personal, right? Um, dude, <laughs> you know what I saw uh, when they were showing pictures a couple weeks ago of of Joey out there with Brandon? They were talking about the race behind him was a banner. And it was, um, it said something, something off-road syndicate. I about lost my shit. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But it was established 2018. Guess when the off-road, when our off-road syndicate was established in 2018. Yeah. So the same year, different, different things. It wasn't an RC thing. It was for real life, like racing, mm-hmm. like one, one racing. But yeah. that was the only other, that's been the only other time that I've ever seen syndicate used as like a race points thing. Yeah. But it happened to be the same year that I named ours. So it blew my mind. What if, what if the person that came up, came up with that? Uh, what if we like, what if we like thought of it cosmically at the same time? Yeah, maybe we like, we both got hit at the same time with, Hey, syndicate sounds cool. Let's look up the definition. Holy crap. That's basically what a point series is. We should call mm-hmm. it syndicate. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right? Uh, so uh, the the racing was pretty cool. I, I was trying to keep up with it when I can. Um, I kind of liked how they wrapped everything up on Saturday. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Instead that was of pretty cool. Instead of letting it go all the way through to Sunday. And then, of course, the racing. They had, uh, I think they did, they did top three consecutive for qualifying. And it wasn't it heads up yeah. the whole time. Yeah, all heads up racing. And then they bumped some guys up from the open class, which I thought was really neat. Mm-hmm. It gave a, it gave a shot for a few people to get some get some money. Mason Fuller did a really good knee buggy. He won e buggy. Mm-hmm. That was pretty sick. Yeah. Caden Fuller and Mason Fuller were both in the invite main. Um, little bump was in there. 
And then uh, Tyler Hooks, who uh, just suddenly is driving a Mugen car. Yeah. He, he, he bumped up there to the invite. And then that was that. There was 15 cars, and away they went. So uh, before we get to the what everybody wants to, us to talk about, or, uh, you got to give super big props to Jared Wiggins. Oh, yeah, man. That dude does nothing but race RC cars, like just work, practice, wrench, practice, wrench, practice, wrench, travel, practice, wrench. I mean, that's just what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's going he's gonna to get a big highlight on this thing, I'm sure, right? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope, I, I'm glad it was somebody we haven't seen win a big race before. And it was a techno car. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But man, what a great job for him. 6500 bucks altogether because he got his A2 win and then the overall. And then Keenan White po- you know, po- was posting about how um, how the coverage was awesome and, and this is kind of what RC needs to, to get into that. And I totally agree. I think, I think there's so many storylines that can be, that can be done with just, with just what happened in this race, you know, that you got an underdog really for the win. I mean, you could call Jared an underdog. He's, he's, I would consider him an underdog. If you got Mayfield, Tessman and Tebow at a race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're in my opinion, the, and even Lutz, they're 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 the favorites, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then you've got everybody else that that has a shot to get up there. We've seen him. We've seen these guys fend off people like Mason Fuller, Seth Van Dalen, um, Tyler Hooks, Tyler Hooks. You know, it's just crazy that that it worked out this way for that. So that's one storyline that I think I hope that they focus on. Yeah. This this reminded me of like a nitro reedy race, like that level of nitro event, and I'm sure somebody will end up repeating that on another podcast if they're on it. But um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Like that's how I could I could see this event being like a destination. It's not not really a destination race because it's there isn't a ton to do there other than the event. But it's still alongside another event. It's super cool. Bring the whole family down. But I could see this blowing up into into that. Yeah. Just for the invite class. Yeah. You know? It's pretty cool. And then you've got then you've got the 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 track itself was awesome. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I I pictured it being bigger. But Yeah, I thought it was gonna be bigger too. <laughs> yeah. But uh um, you know, I kinda liked for being on TV that it was a, to me, it was kind of a simple layout for compared to like a nitro challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a big, you know, 40 second lap track. Um, and it was easy to follow. Everybody sitting there could kind of tell what was going on and who was racing who, um, you know, like it, it was pretty cool. Like I, I really liked that size of the track that they decided to go with, you know? And then, I, I I don't think I was old enough. I don't even think I was born yet. When was the first NASCAR race on on major TV? When I don't Ron, know. Ronald Reagan came to it, like Air Force One was coming in as the race was ending, and or maybe it was, yeah, or maybe it was taken off as it was ending. I don't know, something like that. But 
but the first NASCAR race on major television channel had a fight at the end. <laughs> yeah. Like an all out Daytona 500 cars wrecked guys jumping out of their car fighting. Nice. And, uh, we didn't quite get that with this, but, but you got pretty close. I mean, not like punches thrown, but I don't know the fact that the fact that Mayfield kind of like touched Tessman a little bit in the way that he did was like, Whoa, you know? Yeah. But that being said, he did wait till the end of the race. He could have blew him up. He could have blew him up right after this thing happened. Yeah. But he, I mean, but he, his race is kind of over, but he waited until the race was all over. And that was that. So for those of you guys that are watching that don't know, basically uh, there was like a handful of laps left. If uh, at the time Jared was down still pretty far and uh, they were basically going for the overall win. Mayfield had to win to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tessman also had to win to have any sort of shot at the whole thing. And the way the points were working at the time, I think, I think the Jimmy Babcock, the announcer was, was informing the drivers of what was going on. So Mayfield still had a shot at it. And uh, I don't know, from my perspective, you know, it's a bumpy blown out track, but, but Mayfield looked like he had made a pass on Ty at that moment. Dude, if you watch the video, like I wasn't there, obviously I wasn't there. If you watch the video, like Ty blew, blew the next corner. He's out in the loose, out in the marbles. Ryan's flying in. Stuck, put his car exactly where he needed to be. Everybody's running that line. He's in the groove, pulling away. Ty pulls throttle and runs into his car. That's that's what I saw. Climbed right up over, climbed climbed up over the the lefter wheel and and just 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 dumped him. Like it, it was totally uncalled for. I don't I don't blame Ryan one bit at all. It was pretty pretty suspect i david fast and i were watching on we're watching on my phone as it was happening and i was like oh my guess they both tumbled mm-hmm. you know and then and then ty just magically lands on his wheels and i knew i knew i knew mayfield was either broke or he had flamed out because um the the announcer the guy i think he does like big foot races or something mm-hmm. what was that guy's name that was there with mike yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. He was saying that they both are still going, but I'm like, that's not Ryan's car, dude. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that was, I think it was Tebow getting lapped right then and there, I believe. I, I think you're right. But either way, I, I, I knew something had happened to Ryan at that moment because I didn't see his car come back on. And then you saw him getting taken in with a flame out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame Ryan one bit for what he said. I thought he would, could have said more, honestly. Because that's the thing is, is you got to know who he's talking to, like, you know. And he did a. Uh, I'll let you watch his. Uh, I saw his, his. I saw his thing. I know, but like for the people listening, like uh, listen to what he had to say about you know he did a instead of a uh, race report typed out, he did a race report like uh, video, which is cool. And uh, you know, he kind of stuck the nail on the head for after working RMT with those guys at a. Roar Nats before. Um, it's the way they are. Dude. You know? You, you, like, you, I, I you keep agree going, with what I, I'm saying? I keep going back to 2017 Roar Nats, and I, yeah. I lost 
I lost a lot of respect for a lot of people that weekend. And I'm not, I'm not totally putting them, putting, putting them into that camp in a, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to be politically correct about this thing. I just, I just, cause I'm a peon. I know that. So I'm a nobody in this whole thing. But I, but I will say that in 2017, when I was running the roar race, all the stuff that went down, there's some cars that I will refuse to purchase if these people are on their team. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's not just, it's not just one camp. It's, it's multiple, you know, and, uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, no, I, I, uh, I've said things like that to people in full size racing before, like Ryan did. Don't ever talk to me again. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like that's, that's racing. That's, 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 uh, that's nothing compared to, yeah. Uh, full size racing, you know? And, you know, uh, uh, I thought, I, I thought Ty got off easy. I think from my side of, of this, there's, there's things also that I, that I hopefully just because that what happened between those two drivers and I'm, I'm sure it's not over. <laughs> probably won't be but but I, I hope what happens there uh doesn't filter down into the rc culture where people think that that's okay to do at the local track during a club race no it's not that's, okay to do it that's kind of the that's the, where, where i'm at i'm like i'm like as as a as a television program and as a top level type thing you see you see arguments like that in nascar you see it. In, you know, let's face it. You see it in every single form of motorsport. People are, are either arguing with each other about about you hit me, no, I hit you, or whatever. Or even bicycle racing. It's a Tour de France. There, there's arguments between these guys, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not uncommon, but I just hope that that doesn't lead people to think that that's something okay to do. That shouldn't be your first option. The thing is, is you have to remember that these guys, those two have been racing with each other for years. And this is something that has finally just blown up. Like it, it, it did, you know, it kind of came to a head and, uh, you know, it's just years and years of, of, uh, trying to, uh, you know, going behind people's backs and talking to race officials, trying to get laps docked on other people when they thought everything was okay. You know, that kind of stupid shit. And, uh, you know, this is just, like, you know, the, I mean, you're, you're racing hard. You're going to get into each other, but it's like, okay, it happened one time. Yeah. Happened twice. Okay. Then it just keeps happening. It's like, you know, and I've had, had discussions with people like that and not like that, but I've told them like, I, I've told, told guys that are track, like, man, I just hate racing with you. Like, yeah. Or like the other guy comes over, he's like, oh, sorry. I got into you. I was like, no, I, I, I'm sure you're kind of sorry, but you keep doing it. Honestly, I hate racing with you because you always do it. I, I, I'm so over it. Like, this is just stupid. I hate it. Yeah. Like I just assume I'm going to get, get taken out and plowed into if you start behind me every time I just told him like, I dirty his face. I hate racing with you. You can't stand it. <laughs> do not look forward to racing with you. So, um, and really, you know, that kind of goes a long way. I'm sure that the guy I said that to thought about it it's just, it's one of those things, you know, it just comes from like, like, you know, you race to race together that long. And, uh, like it, 
it's like, okay, enough's enough. Like I'm sick of this. Like, why do you always have, it's always, always like if it was the other way, they'd have been all over Ryan. I hope that people see how you and I race together. Oh yeah. Right. I know. Like you and I always have really good races. We never take each other out. And if we do, we always just I laugh have about on, it. I have on, wait. not on purpose. I have once I or twice in the past tagged you and went, oh shit. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that, but yeah, I know. I don't really get mad at about a whole lot of the track anymore. Yeah, this isn't this doesn't solve anything. No, you know, and and uh, you know, ultimately, um, like what Ryan said to uh, Ty, could have been done off camera. Yeah, yeah, it could have. Um, but you know, it's a heat of the moment kind of thing. But I don't, I don't blame him at all. It's just like you know. Um, maybe that could have waited another five minutes mm. or taking it out on, on team management. Or like I said, uh, at least he waited till the end of the race. Yeah. At least he waited till he didn't shut his radio off or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like, like I said, this is, this is probably just something Ryan is sick and tired of, you know, honestly. And he's one of the cleanest drivers there is. At the at Silver State, he bumped into somebody and didn't know if he took him out or not, and he still waited. He waited and for then, somebody at the la- and at, then at our INS race last year. Yeah, I can't remember who it was exactly, but I know I, I know he. Yeah, uh, Ryan's one of the. He's a stand up guy, great racer. He'll, he'll always race you the same way he races him. Like, like uh, I I don't understand why you'd want to screw that guy over. He like the least Ty could have done is like stopped and waited. Like mm. I know there's money on the line, but hey, guess what? It, you know, like, uh, there, there's, it would have, I think it would have gone farther if he was like, dude, I didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, he wasn't apologetic about it or, or nothing. Yeah. Like he, he, he could have said like, I, I did not mean to do that. I'm so sorry. Like I, I'm like, I can't believe that happened. Like I should, I should have waited, you know, it could have gone the other way too. Cause it was his fault. I, I tell you right now, it's his fault. And I'm sure that there's guys listening to me oh, talk right now. There's plenty of people saying, oh, no, it wasn't his fault. Ryan, it's on video. Like, mm-hmm. like when I watched it, as it was happening, David and I were sitting there watching. I go, oh, look at Ryan just made a sweet pass. And then I was like, oh, my God, what just happened? So yeah. in my eyes, at that moment, it looked like a pretty sweet pass. It was bumpy. You can see, you can see that Ryan's car got huckabuck at one point. But he was still ahead slightly in that corner. No, he was ahead of him like completely. Like like he like Ty ran into the back of his car and ran up over his rear tire. Yeah. That's the way I saw it. Like he should have lifted and got in got back in the groove and they could have had a great race. Yeah. That, that, that's why I always tell people, like oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, yeah, we could have had a great race until you dumped both of us, you know. Yeah. But it is what it is. Like I said, I don't get excited about stuff track no more I, I live vicariously through others that are faster <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see that i see the whole thing too as a, as a positive i because it's an angle right if it was just a boring race shows how it would be they, less they of an angle for for this television coverage that we're supposed to get i th- I, th- I think it needs i think i think in many ways rcgp's youtube thing and now you got to pay for it, I guess. But but last, well, last watch it live two seasons ago, uh, was it two years ago? The last time they did RCGP, 
they they would have the race and then like like a couple weeks later they'd have the the like a video thing like a almost like a documentary about it or whatever going on and there was almost to me it seemed forced there was a lot of cuss words and, yeah. and stuff like that and almost seemed like a forced yeah drama a little bit this this mm-hmm. this one will be real i hope i hope the coverage i hope the coverage covers it like i hope it doesn't get whitewashed and just sort of thrown in you know like where they don't even acknowledge it i hope that doesn't happen either they they have i think to. they can, i think they kind of need to show it you know like uh and you know hey i i wanted to say this too uh obviously we weren't there you know we weren't there we didn't see what happened on the track we watched the video so there's like some guys like oh you weren't there like yeah i know i wasn't there but this is the way i i perceived it you know and and uh um and you know obviously you know ty's fast ty's ty's is a really good race car driver but you know, we, we've, uh, you know, you, you and I, you know, uh, just know how that program operates and I'm not saying he did it on purpose, but I just trying to get every little last bit, every trick he can, yeah. um, is what they do and, uh, you know, whatever. But, uh, and I, I don't have any problems with them personally. Um, but this is just the way I see it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's kind of like you kind of have to show it because this isn't this isn't just you know Radio Shack cars, dude. You know, this is these are race cars. They're not model cars; they're race cars, and um, it shows how passionate the drivers are about their finishes and how they do. Like this, they're racing for keeps. You know, and and uh, that's kind of the how how it needs to be perceived. Like this is professional radio control car racing like this isn't toy cars on that level so yep i agree uh i mean they've got some races coming up uh wicked weekend i think is the next race time event and then uh worlds ain't that far away i mean that's high tension high drama yeah you know on a big ass track too what a big track that that world track is so so it's like the whole ty and ryan thing you know, everything was said that was said. Um, Ty th- said things about Ryan on his, on his, uh, interview with Scotty. And it's kind of like, okay, everybody said what they had to say, let's move on and, yeah. you know, start, start over. Um, hopefully they do that. Um, hopefully this isn't, isn't something where they're taking each other out of the worlds and, you know, like missing potential great racing, um, over something that ultimately now doesn't matter. It, right, it's over and done with. Yeah, so I I could see him moving on. I hope they move on. Do you think everybody up there was like, "Boy, glad I wasn't part of that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and you know Ryan's not. I don't think he's a bully. I really don't. I think he I think he sticks up for what's he's right. Just opinionated. And, yeah, I've seen him stick up for the little guy a lot. So yeah. I, you know, he's one of the few drivers. In, in that I've met that just says what he thinks. It doesn't really have much of a filter. Yeah, who else does that? You know? Hey, you got to respect the guy for actually uh, uh, saying it to him instead of, you know, I'm, you can bleep this out, but instead of motherfucking him to everybody in the pits or something behind his back. Right. There's a lot to, uh, a lot to be said about that. Yeah. There was another race going on. And it was the uh, the Roar e buggy nats, 
And I have to say that I believe this is probably one of the biggest e-buggy nats that they've had. So I know the Visions race, I don't think we need to worry about the entry count as much because of what they were trying to do. And they had an invite class and they filled it, you know, with 15 drivers. But the e-buggy Nats have always struggled. Always. Yeah. And uh, they had 146 entries at this one. That's pretty good. That rivals ours, doesn't it? Or does it beat ours? Oh, which one? The eight, 2018 one? The last one we had. Yeah, there. I don't think we I don't think we cracked 100. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm positive That's we did. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think we did. So good job on Roar for that. You know, um, I've always, when I was on XCOM, and we were always talking about this race, it was such a weird race because whoever got it, it seemed like it was always going to struggle for entries, I guess. You yeah. know? I mean, in 2018, I pretty much volunteered to hold it because it hadn't been even been bid on. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, but this is pretty good. I I always sort of said that maybe the e-buggy Nats should be taken off the the uh, level five national event list and made a, 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 a level four, which they call like a championship, mm-hmm. or like what super regionals can be under. Because level three is regionals, and then level four is like in between. And then like maybe let the track like rent um, – when uh you know what i'm saying like rent it rent the any tech equipment or anything but that would lower the entry fees by a lot and not put so much pressure on on roar to pay for all this stuff like the rmt and everything and maybe they could get a turnout like this mm-hmm. but maybe we're seeing some sort of turn now where i i haven't seen any increase in e-buggy sales at the store but that being said the techno series last year e-buggy was always the biggest classes yeah Right. You know, so uh, this will just make it so that next year for sure is a, it's a level five. Yeah. You know, even though I haven't been on XCOM in five years, but, you know, even back then we were thinking, what can we do to change this? Because 70, 80 entries wasn't going to cut it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, Dakota wins, uh, wins buggy and short course truck. And Cavalry won Truggy, right? And then they had a 15 and under and a 40 plus e-buggy. So that might have helped with the entry count too, right? Because I'm looking right. at the mains and uh, they had, yeah, they did have a B-main in Masters Electric Buggy. Because ours, we didn't, we didn't get the other two classes. We only got Buggy, Truggy, and Short Course Truck. And they had one 10 scale truck. They had mini truggy at this one too. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot going on here. Only nine drivers in that. But uh, I hope Techno won that. Wouldn't that be funny if it finally gets added and, and like a VT64 or... or <laughs> yeah, a conversion, a conversion kit. I'd be so... I'd be, at Techno, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> No, that car, that truck's hard to beat in that class. Yeah, sands down. Mm-hmm. Until, until, or if anybody ever comes out with one. Yeah, uh, did you see the Kaufman team. jump? The B main of, of, of Truggy. Oh, yeah. I saw, uh, some guy at work showed it to me today. Really? 
Yeah, I didn't even know it happened. And I saw it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That was sick. That was for a B main win. Yeah. With no bump ups. Yeah, you gotta get everyone you can. I know, but but <laughs> all that all that work, all that coolness, and congrats, you won the B main. Go home. I know. That those races are ones they should bump. It's 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 eight scale. Yeah. Just do the bump. Just if you have to, just bump one. Yeah. You know? What the heck? That'd be my gripe. Make something cool like that happen and and, and oh, here's your plaque. Good job. Get out of here. Go away. See you next year. <laughs> <sighs> See you next year for no bumps. Yeah. No bumps again. They should be doing bumps. It's just it's just so Everybody does bumps. I want to just bump it, you know. Just give me a little uh, bump. Just give me a little bump, you know. Give me a little bump. <laughs> was uh, I think the electric truck win for Cavalier is like his thirtieth national championship now. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. And Dakota, dude. D- Dakota didn't he won Nitro Buggy right? Didn't he win both Nitro Buggy and Truggy at this year's Nats? They held the Nats in March. Oh yeah, uh, no. Ryan won truck. Uh, Dakota won buggy. Dakota won buggy, and then uh, uh, carpet nats, right? D- yeah. Didn't Dakota win both? No, Brock won four wheel drive, didn't he? Mm-hmm. But but so Dakota won the carpet, and then D- Dakota's got these two now, and now the next one's going to be ten scale nats next month. Yeah. Dakota's got the Losi cars rolling. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be at uh, Hoosier. I think. Is he? Yeah, I think so. I don't think I'm going to be able to go. That's okay. Like I said, no no pressure. My wife has a camping trip planned that weekend oh, already. See. But dude, so. So did I did you get my email about the uh, I mean, my text about the points? Uh, yeah, I'm leading points by a fair amount now. See, you don't have to go. I know. I wanted I to, to go. go. I, have I to wanted go. to go. I wanted. I know, to. I know you wanted to go, but I have to go. You don't have to go. I would like to have it where the finals don't matter and I can just hang out. Yeah. Now it puts pressure on the final. No, that's true. I saw Dominic uh, was signed up. Is he? For uh, Hoosier. For so. Hoosier? Yep. Uh, he'll probably win. <laughs> but even if he gets a TQ and win, a TQ and a win in a second, so he would be tied with you. But you have, But you would have more wins at the moment. So... Yeah, it's gonna to be tough. Come down to come down to the last one. Hobby action is gonna to be tough. That's what I hear. Um. Yeah, I'm all signed up, and uh, Emerson yeah, signed yeah. up, and um, I gotta find. I'm gonna to try to find somebody to to room with me. What a hobby action? So there's three of us. Hobby action? No, at Hoosier. Oh, Hoosier. Yeah. It's really wanting to go to that. Yeah, I know. I'm be sitting there camping. Wondering what's going on. You'd be on your phone. Yeah. Hey, we practiced with slicks all day on Saturday. Yeah, that's what I heard. And I got I snuck in behind Vanderbeek, uh, Alex, on, on one of our practice sessions and uh, tried to hang with him and I, I got down I got down to his close to hip close to his lap times, like up within a tenth. Yeah. Just just because nice. I was just because I was I was trying to figure out where I was losing time the whole time and, and Honestly, it was in the oval. Yeah. It wasn't anywhere else. It was in the oval. Yeah. 
the get that high speed is like tricky. You get it through there fast. So, uh, I just wanted to bring up the e-buggy nats because of the the bump thing. I'm still bitter. Can you tell? I am too. Doesn't make any sense to me. But the race looked good. The track looked awesome. This is the guys. Oh, yeah. the guys were complaining about the sugar thing. They, I guess, they sugared it. But it ended up raining like Saturday and Sunday, so the track actually looked like a regular outdoor track to me. I don't. I don't know. Everybody's racing on the same track. That's true. I don't care about that stuff. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to it either. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? All right. Well. There's some comments. We'll go through them real fast. I think this will be kind of short because that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today since we didn't do really any, any real racing this weekend other than Friday. And Friday was pretty pretty, pretty short. Should I do some sort of food challenge this Saturday? Like if we get a certain number of entries, we, we'll have like free pizza or something? Maybe. It's going to yeah, be like, a, it's supposed to be like 100 degrees on Saturday. I don't know. I, I thought about not racing, but since... Because we're going to Estes Park next week, and I'll just show up on Saturday morning for the summer series. So I might race on Saturday. Yeah, I want to make Emerson a set of silver slicks for his for his uh, two wheel. His but yeah, for his stock buggy. Mm-hmm. See if I can get him faster, or if he can get himself faster. He built his mini truck, or not his mini truck. He built his uh, nitro truggy all by himself. Nice. But then I walk. Yeah, I walked into his room, and I saw the little bag of clutch parts. So he hadn't actually put his clutch together yet. Ooh. So sort of, but not really. <laughs> no, don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> I always knock. I knock first all the time. Uh, Peter Renault was on here. Nuthouse was here. Uh, Jackson hey Anderson is on here from Texas. Uh, Steve RC, Mark uh, Mark Schmidt. Um. Steve RC really liked the practice day. He also thought Tuesday was fun. He was there for a little bit of it. Jackson says, uh, "Alex, I normally I don't I don't I don't say things when people are tooting my horn for me, but this uh, Jackson moved to Texas, so." He says, "Alex, I just want to say after this past weekend, you are the best. You're 1 million times better at running races. Thank you." Yeah, I heard about what happened to Jackson down there. I'll tell you later. See? I mean, you know, I do my best. That was the one weird thing about the whole INS race was people were coming up to me and they were saying, hey, are you going to change the way that you're doing your track prep? And I would be like, no, I, I announced what I'm going to do. That's what, I, that's what I'm going to do. And they're like, well, I heard that you change it all the time. What? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? Who told you that? And when was the last time they raced here? I, I'm like, I was trying to go back and think when I actually made like a change to how I I would work because we've been doing the same summer series thing for a while. We we blow it off in between rounds, and then halfway through the mains, once we get past the lower mains and plex spec, after the plex spec a main, I blow it off again, and that's it. And I've been doing that for like five years now, the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And last year's INS race, we didn't change, right? We blew it off. No. We blew it off every two hours, like we always do. It just got super ridiculously cold outside, so the track. That one corner got really slick, but it wasn't because I changed how I ran the track. Yeah. The only thing that I could think of was the 2016 Nats. I was basically done for the day at like 10 a.m. Like the the C or whatever main I was in was over. And so 
basically from that point on, I blew the track off for every triple main. Mm-hmm. Whereas before we weren't doing that, but it was main day, right? You don't change how you're doing things during qualifying because that wouldn't be fair. But because the mains were up, I, I just went ahead and blew the track off anyways because I was there. But uh, that was the only time that I can think of where I've changed something, how I did stuff. Can't you? Am I wrong? The only time I can think of was at a club race when you and uh, another guy were able to run slicks oh, and you're yeah. buying you purpose-built slicks. And uh, the track was drying out to where treads were working. And uh, me and another guy had treads. We were going to grind our tires off. And you went out and watered the track so slicks still worked. <laughs> so your tires still worked. That was the only time I've that ever seen That was a club the... race, though. And that I was, know. And that was well, when... I'm just saying that it was a club race. And like, that was, was when Primes like, like, had just come out. And I wasn't sponsored by J Concepts. I could run or whatever I wanted to, and I wanted to. I wanted to see if we could, if they would work. That's all. Yeah. No, that was it. That yeah. was the only time I can think of, and that was 2014, maybe at a club race. Other than that, everything is very consistent. <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, no, I'm going to do the same. I, they're like, are you going to water tonight or not? I'm like, totally watering, like I always do. And there's guys that are saying you weren't watering. I was like, he watered. Yeah, <laughs> like, I watered every night. Yeah, I was like, he watered the damn th- the, the whole damn track. What do you want? Uh, anyways, okay. Uh, Spider RC nine was on here saying uh, Jackson Anderson says Windows eleven is out now. I know Windows eleven is out, but you don't have to have Windows eleven right now. Um, Jackson knows who backed over the hydrant. Uh, yeah, he does. Jason Haley, uh, I can do that. Uh, hang on. <clears throat> You remember, remember that one time uh, when that one guy did that one thing? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a really like bad Farley. Chris, Chris Farley, yeah, yeah. Was, very bad Farley. You, you like, uh, you remember, you remember, remember when? You remember that that time you did that thing and you said that other uh, thing? That was awesome. That was awesome. Honestly, that was kind of like the uh, be- Between Two Ferns before the Between Two Ferns bit came out. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fasty's on here. John Haas was here. Uh, found out what was caught. Co- Tom Baker. Found out what was causing me to lose right front hinge pins on the 22X4. The B block was loose. Had a bad oh. weekend. Um, that was fun. Awesome track. Uh, I agree. Was the name, was the dog named Alf? Oh, the dog that ate cats. I get it. It's <laughs> funny. It's funny. Uh, there's a show that probably could never come on the air again. Yeah. Um, uh, Nuthouse is on here. He's like, the very first NASCAR race to ever be shown on TV was broadcast by CBS in February of 1960, but I think it was the Daytona 500 that had never been broadcast before. I think that was it. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. If Nixon, or not Nixon, if uh, Reagan was there, it would have had to have been it was, in the uh, 80s. Yeah, February 18th, 1979, so I was one years old. And uh, sports pundits consider that this must be from Wikipedia. The Daytona, 1979 Daytona, to be the most important stock car race in history. Daytona Beach, it was televised uh, live from beginning to end. And Ronald Reagan was there, I think, to do the, gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> gentlemen, start your engines. Uh, and also the war on drugs is worth it. (laughs) (laughs) 
just say no while we give guns and drugs to South America. Have them have them kill each other. In inner cities. Yeah, in inner cities too. Mm-hmm. Uh Bender's on here. He says excited to come back racing. Miss it a lot. Uh Mark says hopefully hopefully not, but you think any repercussions come to Ryan? I no. No. Not none at all. <laughs> it wasn't a sanctioned a, a race event. Right. Like it wasn't sanctioned. Other, the sanctioning body. <laughs> Mugen Mugen knows who they have. Right? So I mean, no. 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 <laughs> that is the worst thing it could do. Get rid of the guy that's winning all these races for him. Yeah. <laughs> do something with him. That's the worst thing they could do. Why would they do that? Uh, Jackson says people also forget that things get heated because it's their living. Um, yeah. I mean, that I, I think that has some to, some to do with it. But I also think that they're just competitors too. Yeah. At the highest level of what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a whole step above, so. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about the cone marshal and Truggy. Oh, did you see that? I think David uh, made a gif out of that. David sent me the video of it, and <laughs> I honestly didn't know what I was looking at. So I was just like. <laughs> no, there's a car upside down in the straightaway in, in this Truggy main, and the mar- a marshal goes, and instead of getting the car he gets the cone and puts the cone back to where the cone goes. Like the cone had gotten hit by this car. Yeah. But instead of getting the car and letting him go and then doing the cone thing, he got the cone first. So the dude like was there extra long during an A main number three at a roar Nats. Oh, and then I think he just straight drove off the track from the, from the video I saw. I don't even know who it was. I just, I just saw the gif. There was no sound or anything either. I, David sent me that gift. <laughs> yeah, he sent it to me too. That's pretty funny. I looked at that and it was like, hmm, that's about right. I tried to watch the replay of that race of the Roarnats last night because I was building. I'm building my Phoenix crawler finally, and uh, dude, I couldn't watch it because the sound was so bad. There was like this buzzing sound and it wouldn't go away. So it's it was give me a headache. I couldn't watch it. I tried. I couldn't watch it. Ben Humphrey, did you see the tie in Ryan Beef? Yeah, we did. We were talking about it. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. Um, Fasty thinks he should get a mini truggy for the winter time. I agree. I think we're going to get a new one too. Pretty sure. They're just, they're just talking. Have the Canes race again? Yeah, Canes is kind of expensive for that. It's like one hundred and fifty bucks to feed everybody. Texas. Two hundred and fifty if I come. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then people can only get like one or two. It's more of a free snack. David just said that it was fend upside down. It must have been the end of the race. Was it really? Or maybe uh, it wasn't. Well, I'll, now I'll have to go back and find that and watch it on the on the replay on the roar. Oh replay. my god, that's nuts. <laughs> that makes it even worse. Like, why wouldn't you grab Dakota's car if he's or truck or whatever? vehicle all right we're almost done um i wanted to make an announcement real quick so i was You're look- pregnant yeah i'm pregnant <laughs> men, don't you know men can be pregnant now well of course i'm pregnant <laughs> our last race on the dirt will be october 1st the syndicate 
will start October 8th. So we're just going to jump right into it again, just like we did last last year. The Enduro, the 1,000-lap Hobbyplex off-road Enduro will be October 9th. Our first Techno Series race is going to be November 5th. There's 24 people watching now, so if you're into the Techno Series, tell your friends. Uh, there won't be any gas truck, um, but there will be e-truggy. So we're going to have uh, Sportsman and Expert, Nitro and Electric Buggy, Truggy, because we still I've, I still don't see a reason to split that one up, E-Truggy, and Mini Truggy. Uh, there's going to be a 200 entry limit. Uh, it'll be signed up on a line. We're going to use RC sign up. And to help with that, uh, you, can, you won't be allowed to run uh, Sportsman and Expert anymore. You have to pick mm. one. Yeah. So I'd say 60 or so out of the 240 entries that we would get last year were guys running both expert and sportsman e-buggy. Yeah. So if we make that not a thing now, you're just going to have to pick up a second car, then uh, that should help with that. So if we if we stay below 200, that's a much more reasonable Saturday, in my opinion. So... A lot less stress on me. A lot less stress on everybody else. <laughs> Kevin Blowers just put, what classes for the Techno Series? Like, I literally just said it. <laughs> <laughs> it probably just came through late. It's like when you pull, it's like when you put a flyer up and then and it has all, all the information right there and then I get a private message. Hey, man, what time do the doors open? And like, it says it right on the flyer. It's right there. Perhaps check the online calendar that I work so hard on that no one bothers to look at. <sighs> so anyways, so there you go. So uh, uh, once again, Sportsman and, and uh, Sportsman and Expert, Nitro and Electric Buggy, Nitro Truggy, E-Truggy, Mini Truggy. All right? So that's this year's Techno Series. Um, I'll have a flyer soon. But uh, that's basically what the rundown is. I've been I've been thinking about it for a while, and pretty much once the INS race was over, I was like, all right, I got to start thinking about winter time, and it sucks because I hate winter more than just about anything. I don't know if I'm going to do the winter series or not. I'm not. Yeah. No. No. If if, if I if I will, it'll be mini truggy. But Emerson, see, Emerson's running truck. He wants to run his nitro truggy because him and Logan talk crap all the time at the store. They're both going to run nitro truggy. So, um. I need to find him a pit guy, basically. If I if I do, I might race uh, Nitro Buggy. I don't know. Thinking about it. And if I do it, I'll probably race Mini Truggy again, but probably not. I think this year I'm just going to sit one out and uh, just run the races, make sure everything goes good. I want to race Nitro really bad. It's like, so much work. Yeah, and you know what? I, I how I do. You know, it's just it's like all the way. Yeah. It's like, eh, I don't know, maybe electric gates game. The rest of the dates for the Techno Series I'll have out soon, but but definitely November 5th. So, that Saturday. And definitely December, I think December 11th, I think, because the, the first Saturday of December will be in uh, Arizona. So, it'll be the following Saturday. Nice. Okay, uh, I think that's it. There's 24 watching right now, so I hope that's breaking news for you guys to uh, to help spread uh, the yeah. word. And uh, got some carpet dates uh, 
there's going to be 10 rounds again to the syndicate. It's just, if anybody wants to complain about that, listen, it's, it's club racing with a cool name. That's the way I always think about it. You don't have to come to all of them. It'll be seven out of 10, you know, um, that'll take us to mid January where there's three open dates again. So that'll be our triple scoop. I like doing that. It's kind of fun, something different. And then the carpet crash in, I believe is the 24th and 25th of February. Whatever, whatever the last Saturday is, uh, of February, that's when the carpet crash in always is. So be ready for that. And then we'll go back to dirt in March, just like we did last year. I think, I think last year's schedule worked out really, really well for us. Yeah. Other tracks were able to kind of do their point series later. So it seemed to kind of work out. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Like if I do, I want to race something this winter. I don't know what I want to do yet. Cause if I do carpet, I'll do carpet. Then I can go to the INS race. Uh, well, who knows? Yeah. We'll see. I need to carpet's going to I take a lot of work because a lot of our jumps are really beat up. I got to rebuild a bunch of them, but I'll have a new, I'll have a new car for that too. I'll have a carpet car, an associated carpet car. Yeah. Dude. Traffic today was super scary to ride my scooter here. Like people driving stupid and not paying attention. And then to add to that, some of the Omaha roads are so bad that it's like, it's like scary. There's people that complain about riding in Lincoln. Dude. It's like Omaha is way worse. Dude, I took I took a Northwest Radial Highway here and there's a bump. Not a bump. I'm sorry. There's a chunk missing out of the road. And I, when I'm driving my truck and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to remember that that's there when I ride my scooter. And uh, I forgot today. So I saw it and I was like, oh, no. And so I like braced. <laughs> And my, sco- <laughs> my scooter just skipped right over it. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was great. So, uh, Steve RC, one last thing here. Did you say the Enduro October 9th? Yes. Our Enduro is usually on a Sunday, so we don't miss any Saturday racing. So, and my 25 year high school reunion is October 8th. So, I'm, we wouldn't do it that day anyway. So, it's going to be on that Sunday. Doors will open at 8. I think we start racing at 9. We're usually done by six or seven thousand laps. Got my car all ready to go already. I need to do a video on that. I've been kind of slacking on YouTube lately. So if you're a YouTube subscriber, I'm sorry. We just, I don't know. Kind of like the dog days of summer right now. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Will, it was fun. I'm glad uh, these shows are kind of fun. We don't really have much to talk about other than stuff going down that we see. Yeah. And the, uh, and the whole thing. So, uh, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Make sure that you uh, get a hold of them for a re, uh, home loan or refinance. Mention our show. Get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. And get those in there before your interest rates all the way, all of a sudden shoot up to like 7 or 8%, maybe higher. Mm-hmm. So, bye bye. See you guys. Thanks for listening.